Rolling? Alright, all the red lights are on. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Okay. Rolling. Are we ready to 3, 2, 1, clap? Yeah. Alright. So we gonna clap this in? Yep. Alright. 3, 2, 1. Excellent. Morphin' time! Minasan Yokoso, welcome to your favorite cross-cultural deep dive analysis and recap podcast covering Super Sentai and Power Rangers, Kenku Sentai Podcast Rangers. You know, it really is my favorite. Yeah. I mean, if you <laughs> listen to it, it's kind of default your favorite because uh-huh. it's, it's the, the only, only one. one. Before we started this show, well, I mean, before I even like proposed it, I just got curious. And there are a couple of Power Rangers podcasts out there. Most of them have not updated in a long time, and none of them are doing the type of like yeah. comparison work that we're doing. So uh, it's your favorite by default. Uh, my name is Ethan. I use he, him pronouns. And with me is my usual co-host, Andrew. Hey, I'm Andrew. I also use he, him pronouns. And joining us once again is our good friend and producer of the show, Nelson. Hey, I'm back. I'm actually in the room with them. I know you won't believe me, but I'm here. <laughs> we, can, like- we can, like... Physically, yeah. Can you there reach you out? He's there. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're all here. Gang's all here. You yeah. know all of that. I'm I'm here to talk about the Power Rangers episode that I have watched too many times. Yeah. If you recall from episode two of our show, we had a mix-up with the archive.org episodes being out of order. Uh, they've since been taken down. Yahoo Anime rules don't talk about. Sh- Wait, they took down all of Mighty Morphin. It's it's not there anymore. Yeah. Oh, I was watching. Um, I was watching Z Ranger, and it was Z Ranger still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, somebody put out a uh, yeah. Somebody where put are we out gonna a watch more from Power Rangers? Don't worry about it. Oh. All right. Um, yeah. Hey. <laughs> anyway, the episodes being out of order means Nelson has been waiting for uh, quite some time to finally talk about today's episode of Power Rangers. Yeah. If you'd like to see the correct order of episodes, check the Ranger Wiki. Today we are discussing Kyoryu Sentai Zyu Ranger Episode Six, Tate Daijujin, which is Arise Daijujin. And Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1, Episode 6, Food Fight. Without further ado, let's get into the recap. Unless we have further ado. Uh, I do want to say a hearty f*** you to the Jasper Police Department. Yeah, I got pulled over on the way here. Yeah. You know. He's fine. We're fine. fine. Yeah. Uh, but also, f- cops. Yeah, all of them. All of them. It, even the ones in my family. Yeah, even the ones you like. F*** them. Yeah. Yeah. So... Arise Daijujin was written by Sugimura Noboru and directed by Sakamoto Taro. We pick up right where we left off with Geki alone in a strange desert otherworld. Climbing over a ridge, he sees in the distance the destroyed remains of Tokyo, and at the bottom of the hill he finds the skeletal corpses of his comrades. The guardian beasts appear in the sky and tell Geki that he must unite the hearts of his team as well as the bodies of the guardian beasts in order to form Daijujin. Geki sees an immense shape under the sand of this dead world as the Guardian Beasts tell him this will be the future if he does not succeed at unifying the Rangers. Hold on, hold on. There's a big detail you're leaving out there in that everybody was dead. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was dead. Everybody was dead. I was like, this is a a kid's show. (laughs) It's bleak. It's like, it's, it's, it's horrifying. He finds the skeletons of the other Rangers and he sees like a badly broken Tokyo tower in the distance and 
a totally destroyed cityscape. And like, this is what Bandora's ultimate goal is, like the destruction of all life on Earth. They were skeletons. Yeah. It's crazy. No, it's, 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 it's bleak. Okay, so, so she doesn't just want to torture children. Right. Well, I mean, she, that's definitely like her, part of it. her mode of, uh, her modus operandi of, of achieving this goal is to torture the children until all of humanity is dead. Okay. Pretty bleak. Yeah. Geki promises he will do everything in his power and the guardian beasts zap him back to 1992 Earth in the forest where his friends and the children have been trapped by Dor Sphinx. He despairs for just a moment, saying he doesn't know how to unite the team or form Daijujin, but Barza overhears and says that Geki must seek out the dino crystals. Before they can discuss it, Dor Sphinx and Griforzer reappear to make Geki's day that much worse. They fight through the woods and into a quarry, where Bandora throws her scepter, making Dor Sphinx and Griforzer into giants. Geki runs around, trying not to get squished like a bug, when suddenly his sword gives off a radiating glow and an energy bolt streaks out to a random spot in the hillside. You may remember this footage from previous <laughs> oh, yeah. Power Ranger episode. Uh, it makes like a little bit more sense, but sure. it's also still pretty random and far out. They just kind of throw Goldar in there. Yeah. And what was it? Griforza? Griforza. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with Goldar. That's, right. That's fine. I appreciate you bringing that up because the Power Rangers footage was complete nonsense. Yeah. Where. All of a sudden, he just knew that this crystal existed and also how to find it. Yes. And what to do with it when he got it. Mm -hmm. At least Geki here gets some context. Yes, he gets, a, uh, I would say, a minimal amount of context, it, it, but that beats the zero context exactly. of the episode of Rangers. The, this satisfied everything I wanted to know about the crystal. Yes. Uh, conveniently, this is the sack holding the dino crystals, which has apparently been waiting in this hillside for 170 million years, untouched by both archaeology and industry. Geki unwraps the crystals and pitches the four that aren't his to his friends who are broken free from their imprisonment by the power of the crystals. They summon the guardian beasts and with the dino crystals are able to combine into the dino tanker and from there into Daijujin, which gives Dora Sphinx and Griforzer a fight to remember. Unfortunately, the loggers have arrived to clear cut the forest and make room for the golf course, which distracts our heroes from their fight. They Dora start Sphinx killing children. Yeah, man. they're literally like... It's not shown like how many trees they actually managed to cut down, but, but each of those killed, trees they killed some kids. has a kid stuck in it. And uh, it's, it's yeah. I yeah. mean, it, like with Hiroshi in the Land of Despair, like we just watch a couple of kids die. Well, yeah, that's what Violet was talking on. about. It's uh, not, uh, yeah, that's what Violet was talking about before. She, you know, she wanted this show to not be afraid to show that they mm -hmm. will kill children. Mm -hmm. And here they go. Yeah, like they kind of walked it back in the land of despair, but but not here. No, not here. Uh, but again, it's not the show doesn't like linger on that at all. There's no blood, you know. At the end, there's not like it's a, it's a shame we couldn't save those those few we lost. Or it's just not commented on. But at you all. hear but kids like, screaming while they're yeah. cutting trees oh, down. Yeah. You know. Doris Finks takes this opportunity to shrink back into his human form and challenge the Rangers to more riddles threatening to turn Daijujin itself into a tree if they fail. They solve some, but Geki tricks the monster into revealing his weakness, and when Dora Sphinx resumes his giant form and attempts to blow them away, they summon Daijujin's weapon, Kyoryuken Godhorn, which is just the coolest <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> right, the Godhorn? And strike the monster down in one blow, which frees all the children trapped in the trees. The episode ends with the rangers reaffirming their promise to each other and to Daijujin. Loose impressions. 
Loved it. This is the first time we see Daijujin or the Megazord in Sentai. Yeah. And it, it literally, the first shot of it is it buried in the sand, which is such a cool shot. Yeah, it was so sick. Loved that. This was so much better than the, the accompanying Power Rangers episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it also blows Day of the Dumpster out of the water in oh, terms yeah. of, of build up to this yeah. like incredible moment. I mean, I, I we want to get Will to do some artwork for us of the red lightning on the black background mm-hmm. when he's raising the yeah. sword over his head. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. It I is. mean, I literally get chills every time I watch it. I don't know how exactly they did it with the with the whole, like, covered up Megazord if they used, like, miniatures. Because, like, looking at it, it looked like there might have just been, like, a little, little geeky action figure in there, like, on, in a sandbox. I think that was a really well done compositing shot. Really? So I think that they took... The actual Megazord suit, yeah. or if not the actual suit, at least like a model of the torso, yeah. and put that in a sandbox, and then composited that in with wow. uh, the shot of Geki. And it's just, it's That's crazy for premium. me, too. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you look at the shot of the Guardian Beasts talking to Geki from in the clouds. It just looks like they're standing up there. Yeah, but I mean, they also, you know, that was, that was more of an easy cover-up because they had the distance and the mountain and all the fog and everything. But yeah, no, that was definitely a cool shot with the with the whole Megazord like under the under all the dust. And Godhorn is just such an unbelievably cooler name than Power Sword. Which I mean, the Power Sword's also cool, but like Godhorn just is unbelievable. There's one part that I will never forget in this episode when Doris Sphinx like goes back into his human form, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Goldar, chill out," and dude just like. Just gets down, oh, yeah. you know, that's puts sexy his sword down and just chills out that's, for a so second. That is, so that's the header image. That's, yeah, that's our <laughs> header image for our, our uh, community media oh, network account. Yeah. He's just chilling. Uh, just sexy Griffords are just, he's just yeah. laid out <laughs> and just watching. So Dora Sphinx was a much uh, more daunting villain th- than what we got in Power Rangers. And Sphinx, Sphinx, yeah. the combination of Dora Sphinx and Griforza here, it, it made sense. Mm-hmm. There were stakes as opposed to in Power Rangers where, where they've, they've set it up. They've already got the Megazord. That every episode is just like, yeah, uh, fight, 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 Megazord over. Hey, yeah. like this, this had weight to it. Uh, it's weird that it was this far in, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I liked this a lot. Yeah. And I think King Sphinx in Power Rangers uses his wings to blow Kimberly and Zack away. Uh-huh. And that's the only time you see him do that. Uh-huh. And in, in Sentai, that's his whole thing. Right. Is that if you if you fail his riddles, which are like pretty high level puns, if you right. like the last couple that the Rangers solve as they're in Daijujin is they're they're quite tricky. Uh, but of course he cheats and it's like, what's the what is the great force that will always win out? And he says the answer is evil and they disagree and also, also, I mean, there was there was another part that like I had to pause it because I was laughing too much. <laughs> where like they're like, we know what the final riddle is. It's his weakness. He'll never ask that. And he's like, ah, what's my weakness? And they're like, ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, and, like just literally immediately, he's like, hey, I heard you. So, and they're like, well, we don't know. But just like that whole sequence of events yeah. of just like, he'll never do that. It's I'm doing very it. fairy tale, which yeah. is a strong influence on a lot of the monster stuff in, in Shea Ranger. For sure. I think that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Episode. It was a good episode. Oh, all right. Nelson has our 
Rangers recap, which again, he's been waiting for probably three months to lay out. I have. Yeah, I made these these notes. Uh, let's, let's check. Before we shot the first episode. I did. Either way. Yeah. Food fight. So, Rangers recap, folks. Power Rangers, episode six, food fight. So we open up in Angel Grove at the Cultural Center, and they're having a cultural food festival. You know, that can't be that can't be problematic in any kind of way. I think my you first know? note on on this <laughs> sequence is literally, oh, we're just like exoticizing brown women. That's exciting. <laughs> it's like Ernie shows up with um with with pies well he he's flanked by like two two women and who two in, women in, in like skirts. hawaiian yeah hula yeah. skirts and lays and uh and that's like the first thing you see in this episode um uh, yeah he walks up to the vulcan skull and he's like help me with these and then he looks they look at the women and they're like oh and he's like the pies yeah come on yeah not yeah. a great way to start the episode no. anyway yeah so um yeah the the rangers are helping out uh uh the the cultural food festival today they do not have time to deal with rita repulsor rita repulsor what am i Southern uh, <laughs> Rita Repulsor. Rita Repulsor. But yeah, I don't have time for schemes today. And luckily, you know, she's upset. She's got a whole got, got a whole got a whole headache. Doesn't even want to think about taking over the earth. And uh, back at Angel Grove at the Cultural Food Fair, uh, despite the multicultural foreign cuisine being the most popular things, the principal guy, what, the guy with the wig, the principal, oh, yeah. yeah, he just wants some good old American hot dogs and hamburgers, and uh, but he doesn't want to pay for them because he's old, he's an old cheap b- mm-hmm. and so uh, here we go. This is where Vulcan Skull enter, as with every episode. And like I said before, last time I was here, goaded theme song, uh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> And so, um, yeah, then uh, uh, Vulcan Skull throws some pies and you get a food fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it is what it says on the tin. Chekhov's food fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I have written down that they bean the principal's wig clean off his head. Yeah, that's it's like they were aiming for the wig. It's, it's yeah, it's a, it's a targeted. This food fight goes on, man. This goes on for a while. I, I, I wrote also in my notes, this must have been hell to clean up because they are truly going for it. So much of the show, though, is just like, hey, let's, let's point out the way that this person is different and and then ridicule them for it. That so was like the 90s, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so it is, it's no wonder that they were aiming for the wig, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so this awesome food fight gets Rita's attention and uh, she makes a pig monster. I just love the idea that, oh, my head hurts. Oh, I don't want to deal with the Power Rangers. Oh, they're having a food fight? Okay. Well, <laughs> I must have a part of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, dude, like, trust me, growing up in the 90s, somebody has a food fight? Even if you're not in the mood, you're going to get it. That's something I always wanted to happen at the elementary school cafeteria. Can, never can you saw imagine it. how bad it would have been oh, if we, we had a food fight in the middle school cafeteria? In middle school? I mean, middle school people would have died. <laughs> like, someone would have gotten stabbed with a fork and... And, yeah. and even if nobody got stabbed with a fork, when, when the principal showed up, not well, Mosley wouldn't have done anything. No. But when the assistant principal showed up, <laughs> yeah. so, somebody would have been grievously injured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would have just started grabbing people by the hair. I mean, he he was not a good dude. Wow. 
Yeah, no, see, I, I love the idea of a food fight. But also now that I'm like, I love that I say now that I'm an adult, like I'm like I'm actually an adult. But like I think about like food allergies. Yeah. And it's yeah. like the minute somebody with a peanut allergy gets yeah. hit with something. Get hit with some peanut butter. Like, you got a lawsuit on your hands. Well, I'm, I also would think about like solidarity with janitors by not making the biggest mess in the universe. <laughs> yeah. And like they're not going to make the kids clean that up. We're not no. going to. They're going to let us mop anything. So like it's going to fall on the janitors, yeah. and that's way it's, too much work yeah. for them to do. Not, not to mention, you know, the, the the food waste. Yeah, that also sucks. Yeah. Okay. So she summons this big old pig monster to Earth mm-hmm. to eat all of the food on Earth. Mm-hmm. I'm talking all of it. And I, you know, I may have glossed over it a bit here, but this pig monster, it's disgusting. Oh boy, don't like it. Don't like it at all. I don't like his voice. I don't like what he looks like. I don't like what he stands for. I don't like anything about him. Are you familiar? There was a line of toys in the, the late 80s and the early 90s called Mad Balls. Yeah. It's just gr- grotesque balls. It reminded me of, uh, of a mixture between one of those and a garbage pail kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it just has a Trojan helmet for some reason. For, for no reason. There is a reason for that that will <laughs> not become clear until we get to this the episode of Sentai that he sure. shows up in. Which which means that within the context of Power Rangers, oh, there yeah. is no in reason Power Rangers, for there it. is no. zero context. It's just like, yeah. what? Yeah, and his, uh, his arms, I think, are in his mouth. Yeah. He's all like... Yeah, his arms come out of his mouth to pull the food into his mouth. And he's also a head on legs mm-hmm. and so, a Trojan helmet. It's funny y'all mentioned Garbage Pail Kids and, and toys. We had a toy of this at yeah. my granddad's house. And the, the back, like the lowest back part of his helmet is on a hinge so that you can open it up and extract all of the things that you can feed to him. <laughs> so you could actually feed him your tiny Power Rangers weapons from the five inch scale line and then open his ass up and pour them out and feed them. I mean, it's silly. It's silly. Yeah. No, he, he's a grotesque little dude. Yeah, so so after this uh, after this pig monster gets here and he destroys their picnic and he eats the potato salad that took them three days to make. Way to go, buddy. It took us three days to make that potato salad. Three days? Three Spongebob days ref- for potato a Spongebob salad? reference. Sorry. Oh, my okay. God, overhead. You remember, it took us three days to make this potato salad. No, that one escapes me. Uh, I remember a lot of SpongeBob, yeah. but this, this one escapes me. That was, that was really the pocket one for you. Uh, so basically, they get yelled at by the principal, and then they're like, you know, as they usually do when they get in trouble, uh, say, f this, Zordon's calling. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the other room, and they just dip out, and Zordon's like, Pig Monster's here. Y'all gotta do something about this. And they're like, yeah, we should. And in the meantime, the pig monster goes to Angel Grove. He goes to the he goes to the like the cultural food festival, the place that the Rangers had just <laughs> where they just were, mm-hmm. and is just terrorizing that. Which means, and you know, this is another fun thing that we've pointed out in in, in this podcast. Uh, they had to shoot new footage for this. Yeah, I didn't they, even think they, about that. But yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, when they imported all of the yeah. props and costumes, they had somebody uh, come in in that costume and start shoveling. You no know, fake shoveling, but like shoveling yeah. all the food. He was Cookie Monster in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would jam on some cookies right now. <laughs> <laughs> they realized that the monster can't have spicy food. 
Correct. And this is after they try to fight him, and he eats their weapons and just poots out little remainders of them. Mm-hmm. His little tail bouncing is like yeah, grotesque. It's it's like so they lure him in with spicy food, and you know he starts coughing out their weapons, and then they make the power blaster and they shoot him to death. Now, see, I don't know about you, Nelson, but but when I eat spicy food, I immediately start coughing up weapons. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, who among us, right? Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, coughs up the weapons. They form the power blaster. Day saved. Day is saved. And then, because, <laughs> you know, what, what's, what's the 90s without making people appreciate other cultures that they thought were weird? And so they convinced the principal to eat a little bit of spicy food. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then that's the end. And he's like, oh, all right. All right, I like I like what you're doing. So yeah, um, honestly, I'm glad we could finally talk about this episode <laughs> because uh, I feel like I've had too much buildup for this disappointing <laughs> episode of Power Rangers. They don't even go big. There's no Megazord in this. No, episode. no, because he doesn't. The Megazord doesn't ever fight the big monster. Yeah, in the original they just show, shoot so. him with the with the and, power yep. blaster and he's gone. And at that point in the original in Sentai in Zai Ranger, the Megazord was basically brand new. Mm-hmm. And they have already established that it only has to come out for a big threat. This big monster's not a big threat. He's just a gross little dude. Yeah, he's just yeah. hungry. And he got dealt with like a gross little dude. Yeah, he got shot and exploded. Yeah, um, shot and exploded. And, uh, the the spicy radish stuff is so funny to me. It's so goofy. I have had radishes that are like gnarly tasting. Do they make when spicy I, radishes? It's not spicy no. in the way that it's a pepper kind of is sharp. spicy. Yeah, it's like this ginger. One, this one that I'm thinking of was a black radish. I oh. went, I was on a trip to Washington State to visit some friends in 2018 and one of their friends worked on a farm and they had been growing these like extremely gnarly black radishes. Oh. And if somebody snuck me a whole sandwich of that, I would have also spewed up all the <laughs> magical power weapons. Yeah. There is a bit where someone says, flip his wig. Mr. Kaplan is going to flip his wig again. In reference to Kaplan, and I noticed that Toy Trong's <laughs> face, she is trying so hard not to break at that point. If you watch her face in that shot, yeah. she is like really, really holding it in. I yeah. thought that was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is also the first instance that we see more phenomenal come up as a thing that the rangers say it's so obnoxious uh, why not lure the animal with food after we stick a piece of the spicy radish root inside more phenomenal idea billy more I mean, phenomenal morphitudinous th- it's they all cabs trying for these these oh, also i think it's implied that uh that zach is jamaican is it? <laughs> I, I mean, if you look at the booth that he's at, I'm pretty sure it's a Jamaican flag that's behind okay. him. Okay. And, like, I'm pretty sure. I have to go back and look, which I will since I'll be editing this. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's implied that he is Jamaican of some yeah. sort. Yeah. Which, hey, I don't know if you guys ever had Jamaican food, but. <sighs> when we lived in Maryland a yeah. long, long time ago, um, we could walk to this Jamaican joint. Oh. Nice. And um, Ryan and I would frequently eat so much that we made ourselves sick. Yeah. Because it was wonderful. It's and it was so cheap. Good. And it was right there. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was fantastic. <laughs> ah. Well, I want some Jamaican food now. Yeah. yeah right. Good yeah. stuff. You know, 
Yeah. So that's the episode. Uh, what are you? What are you guys' thoughts on this episode of Food Fight? I think there is not as much fat shaming as there could have been. Yeah, but that's it is true. a non-zero amount of fat shaming, and I don't appreciate it. Once well, again, I mean, but, they do put his face in food. Yeah, the yeah. pies. Well, I mean, Kimberly kind of shame fat shames the monster. Yeah, which like he's a monster. He's, he's a monster. evil, but also like we didn't have to. You know, these are the tools of the enemy, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. Considering all of the episodes of Power Rangers up to this point yeah. and how bad most of them have been, mm-hmm. um, this one at least felt almost coherent. Yeah. Like, it, the the plot, while uh, full of ridiculous bullshit, at least um, stuck to its ridiculous bullshit enough that, that it, yeah. like, whoever wrote this did did a good enough job with it. You know, it's it's a good utilization of the source film. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, pig monster eats all the food. How can we frame this in a way that sort of makes sense and has some stakes? Again, Rita is working on such a small time level, like yeah. we talked about in a previous episode. Rita wants to gain control of the park. Okay, why? What sure. purpose does that serve? How does that help advance her like world domination cause? Especially when we've established how powerful she is. Right. Like, it does seem super petty. Like, Rita has the ability to... Wreck whole cities. And if we take Bandora's actions in the first episode of Mm -hmm. Zyu Ranger as canon, like, can can just reconfigure the entire, Mm -hmm. the entire, uh, organization. Yeah. And, and, and she wants a park. She can ride a bike in the sky. Yeah. Or she wants to ruin one school's food festival. Right. When she could be, like... Burning crop fields. Hey, you know, and, you know and, she's doing what a lot of people should be doing, and that's thinking locally. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Yeah. You got to be no, the change fair. you want to see. <laughs> um, Rita, live in those community media values. <laughs> Is she an ally? No. No. <laughs> no. No. She also loves pollution and yeah. other stuff. And making children cry. And making children cry. She'd make a great Captain Planet villain. Oh, yeah. yeah. Would she be too Absolutely. powerful for Captain Planet? She That's might be question. too powerful for Captain Planet. Yeah. All you power scaling nerds out there. Yeah. yeah. Where does Captain Planet <laughs> get fall on, on the Megazord scale? Like, yeah. could Captain Planet take the Megazord? I, I need to know this. I, I need think Captain to... Planet could take the Megazord. I need you to seek me out and tell me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, death battle. Let's let's yeah. get that going. They still do those, right? I have death battle. You guys ever watch death idea. battle? What is it, are you talking about like the claymation celebrity death battle? No, no, that's celebrity death match. It's like a YouTube series with Wiz and Boomstick. I'm, you probably that's probably sounds like I'm just making shit up. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like a show where they like take all the attributes of like two characters and like they like animate like a like a death battle between yeah. them. Yeah, Ichigo versus Naruto or something. Like yeah, that. Okay. yeah, or like Omnivan versus uh, 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 Homelander. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If they're still making those, let's get Captain Planet against the Power Rangers. Absolutely. The Planeteers against the Power Rangers. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Research time. I'll start the research. So I know what our research topic is today because we were talking about it off camera, off mic, but. Tell the people, what do we got today? So for today's research topic, I'm looking to talk about the actor who appears in the most episodes of Power Rangers. I got curious. I did some cursory internet searching and uh, my cursory internet searching told me something that um, I didn't believe. I thought was a lie. And um, uh, it turns out that I was right not to believe it. So um, let's let's get into it. 
He's been real cagey about who this actually is. Yeah. He keeps talking about the actor this, the uh-huh. actor that. And so, like, I have a good idea, but I don't actually know. So, I'm really so interested. I, I surprised myself. Uh, so, let's go. Uh, so, first and foremost, if you if you search who appears in the most episodes of Power Rangers, what you're going to get is uh, Jason David Frank, who has not appeared in the show yet, but who plays the Green Ranger and later the White Ranger. And later the Gold Ranger and later the Black Ranger. Yeah. And, and I have no doubt that he was the Power Ranger who appeared as a Power Ranger in the most episodes of Power Rangers. But he hasn't shown up so far in this series. Episode 17. It's going to be a banger. We're getting close to that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And some of his, his co-stars, are, or, or at least some of his, his, his fellow actors who are already in the show, also stick around for at least as long as he does. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was weird that... that he would have the reputation as being in the most episodes, you know? So I, I did some more digging. And specifically, I went and looked at specific actors. Um, there's a character who's already appeared in the show who definitely beats him, and his name is Eugene Skulovich. Uh He's played by Jason Narvi, and he appears in 151 episodes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, 50 episodes of Zeo, 44 episodes of Power Rangers Turbo, 43 episodes of Power Rangers in Space, an episode of Wild Force, an episode of Lost Galaxy, and an episode of uh, Power Rangers Samurai. He also appears in a one-off Bulgan Skull spinoff. They did a a direct-to-video spinoff episode uh, because they were going to do a Bulgan Skull television program. When I was verifying that Paul Schreier is Bulk's actor for the episode four transcript, I peeked into that and did see a mention of that. There's your special episode mention for this one. <laughs> so, so that's that's a hell of a run, you know, uh, a ton of episodes. How many is that total? Uh, just over 290. Okay. Uh, it's about 294 Jeez. or so, uh, depending on if you count the um, the spinoff. Okay. And in a couple of those, his character appears, but but he does not. Uh, I don't know if you recall this, but for a little while in Turbo, Bulk and Skull are played by monkeys. I did. I read about this also. <laughs> um, and that's while they were shooting the Bulk and Skull spinoff show. But, I think they did voiceovers for those episodes, yeah. but don't their faces don't appear. So, so just over 290. <laughs> but is that actually the most appearances from a single actor? I have no idea. It turns out the answer is no. Oh, who do we got? Skull's counterpart, Bulk. Ah. Surprisingly, Bulk, played by Paul Schreer, uh, beats him out. Uh, depending on how you count it, he either beats him out by a little bit or he beats him out by a lot. Paul Schreer um, appears in every episode of Power Ranger Samurai and in nearly every episode that, that Jason Narvi appears in, plus a bunch that Jason Narvi does not appear okay, in. Okay, sure. Um, and that by itself would be enough to put him in, in the lead slot. But but uh, like I said, it depends on how you count it because um, he also appeared as a lead character in a thing called Power Rangers Hyperforce. Power Rangers Hyperforce is a, a canonical, officially licensed web series that was done as a podcast and a Twitch stream. What? Um, it's a Power Rangers role-playing game. It's a tabletop game. And they did this tabletop game. They, they had a bunch of professionals come in and play characters for this tabletop game. And um, they made the plot of the tabletop game canon within Power Rangers. It, it uh, crosses what? over with several of the Power Rangers comic books. What? And... Um, Paul Schreer plays a character named Jack Thomas, who is the Hyperforce Yellow Ranger. I saw that mentioned yeah. on, when I was verifying that actor's name. This makes sense now. It made no sense to me at the time because I was like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's, so, that's, that's something else. How long is the Hyperforce series? Uh, it's like 20-something episodes. Of, what, an uh, hour apiece? No, they're, they're like half an hour. Oh, geez, that's yeah. super... 
digestible. Yeah. It aired in 2017, 2018. I'll actually end up talking about it a little more in my next uh, research segment. But um, yeah, so I I did the the, the digging and uh, Paul Schreer appears in more episodes of Power Rangers than anybody else. And I just find that fascinating. He stuck around. I mean, this we're talking about like a span of 30 yeah, what 30 years. 1993 to 2024 is a long time. We talk about this a lot on the show, but but his character is just treated horribly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it's honestly a little heartwarming to me that he managed to, to, to take that and turn it into a multi-decade career mm-hmm. that uh, in many ways culminates with him getting to assume the role of, of an actual yeah. Power Ranger. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I love out. that for him. Yeah. That's what I got, you know? Um I was surprised by this answer. It was not what I was expecting. Um, And so in a couple of episodes, when I come back and do some more research segment, um, I'm going to get into Paul Schreer and what else he has done. Um, But I I didn't want to bog us down here um, because I just I I love that reveal. No, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I I read a little bit about his role in Samurai and some Mm -hmm. other stuff, and it didn't even occur to me that he would be in the number one spot. And it's kind of neat to watch as their characters, as Bulk and Skull evolve from like the comic relief bullies to kind of almost supportive side characters. Mm -hmm. Like in the turbo era, they're still like not exactly friendly, but like the power Rangers are frequently there helping Bulk and Skull out as opposed to bullying them. And as the show continues to progress, that becomes uh, a more and more of their relationship is that Mm -hmm. these are just dudes that they know and are, are generally friendly with. Why do I remember something about the Puce and Mauve Rangers? Does this ring a bell to you no. at all? Yes. Because one of them was like the Purple Ranger? Yeah. Yeah. Does that that's ringing a bell with you? Yeah. I don't remember what that was about, but I know there was a Purple Ranger who wasn't a Power Ranger. They yeah. like make their own costumes or something. Yeah. They called him the Mauve Ranger? Yeah. That's hilarious. I can't remember the context. I don't even remember which season of the show it's in. What child would or, know what color mauve is? That's that's the joke. It's <laughs> like Puce and Mauve are such obscure. Um, that's crazy. I don't, I don't remember any of the context or even if it's from the show or like a comic or something else. If you search <laughs> for Puce and Mauve Ranger, you get bulk's wiki page <laughs> what? i don't know the details and i will find out before my next research segment this is such a, a a very faint but distinct memory that i have i can't remember anything about it i just remember them like basically sewing their own costumes that are not power ranger they're not power suits yeah oh, and then yeah. like declaring themselves the puce and mauve rangers puce and mauve, puce and mauve yeah that's crazy. But uh, I can't remember anything else about it. I just remember that that's a thing that happened at some point. <laughs> okay. So that's some research. That is some research. Cool. Yeah, no, that's such a cool question. Good little trivia. Oh, I didn't give a total. Um, uh, Bulk appears in well over 300 episodes. And if you include the the stuff from Hyperforce, it gets up into like the 330 or so. Awesome. Yeah. If we ever get a cast member on the show, we should spring that fact on them yeah. and see how they <laughs> what they think. I mean, we should we should ask them who they think it uh-huh. is because I imagine all virtually all of them would say Jason David Frank. Yeah, and I, I think the fact that Bulk and Skull beat him out. Yeah, both of them is uh, it's really funny and they're the most Power Rangers Power Rangers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, is that everything we have to say about the? Yeah, episodes? I think that's I think that's, that's it. it. Okay. Ethan, hit him with the outro. Uh, we'll be back next time to discuss episodes seven of Zero Ranger, Mieru Mieru, I Can See, I Can See, and Power Rangers, Big Sisters. 
If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to send me $5. And if you want to find me online, don't. But you can follow the show on the Fediverse at KenQSentaiPodcastStrangers at meet.communitymedia.network. Andrew, how can people get in touch and what should they look out for? So I'm uh, at AJRoach42 at Retro.Social on the Fediverse. You can find the stuff that I'm doing at AndrewRoach.net. That's all I got to say today. Okay. Uh, Nelson, what do you want to shout out? Oh. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, middle school flashback. Oh God. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I work on working class music. You can go check that out. You know, I've got videos there of me doing uh, music stuff. Speaking of music stuff, I'll be here, uh, playing, playing a show in March. Which you'll be able to watch on New Elegy Television. Yeah, which you can watch. Or yeah. you could just show up. You have plenty of time. Yeah. When was the last time you played a solo show, Nelson? Oh, boy. I'm not going to say that on air. Because then it, they might not come. Was it 10 years ago? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say 10 years ago. Was it 2015? Like out, not just like at my house? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, probably like, I'd say... 16 at the latest, man. No. 2017. Yeah? 2017, 2018, probably. Really? Yeah, it's been a while. You, you played a show in 17? I think so. Okay. I actually went and did some stuff last night. My buddy was doing like a whole whole karaoke thing with his band, and I was like, can you guys, you guys play Short Skirt, Long Jacket by Cake? Hell yeah. <laughs> we did that in Beverly Hills by Weezer. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, Yeah. So that's what I did last night. Got to get the reps in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, come see John the Fruit Man. Andrew finally gets what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> you also find me uh, at Nelson for you on wherever. And if you can't find that, don't do anything else. Take a nap. Take a nap. Take a nap. That sounds good. All right. Wow. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Okay, that's all the show we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks also to Hurley Burley and the Volcanic Fallout for the use of their song, Colossal Might, Totally Radical Instrumental Version, for our intro and outro music. Kenku Sentai Podcast Strangers is licensed CC by SA and produced in collaboration with the new LJ Television at the LJ Makerspace, which stands on the ancestral, unceded, stolen, and occupied lands of the Cherokee people. You can learn more about the Makerspace by visiting lajmakerspace.org, and you can learn more about the Cherokee people by visiting cherokee.org. Strength, love, and solidarity to all oppressed people, and in the words of a wise man, capitalism, go home. Yeah.